Hello, folks. This is a bonus for part three concerning the church, bad relationships, bad parenting, all the rest of it. I ain't even get to parenting. Then, well, well, that's not the main issue that we want to discuss, but we have to talk about one aspect of parenting, and it has to do with single mothers. During this series, we're going to take some quotes for the bonuses. Some of the quotes deal with a lot of these issues that we talked about. And the main focus of this particular part two of this particular series has to deal with the church and the way they handle single motherhood. And while I'm, I'm about to explain about what we're about to say, I know people will want to talk about what about in the past when single mothers and the church and all the rest of it. And I understand that the church did bad things there. Come on, we know this. We know this. We know how wrong it was in different countries around Europe and the rest of the world. We know how wrong they were. You don't have to tell me that. But the sign of somebody that wishes to learn understands what happens in the past and doesn't necessarily believe that things are better right now or things will get better in the future. That history is not a straitjacket, just like hypergamy is not a straitjacket, just like men's has been proven through history. Men's infinite, well, unlimited assets to unlimited sexuality isn't a full straitjacket. That's what we're trying to explain here. The mark of a smart man is that he understands all of this. He doesn't use whataboutism to try and conflate the main argument that is being discussed or try to disparage the argument. Then if that person has something to say, let him say it afterwards and letting him come up with the argument that says this, 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 and this. But I want to get to a quote and I'll be doing this throughout the rest of these specials concerning about relationships and all the rest of these things from many of the people that have been famous on YouTube and other places dealing with men's issues and relationships and intersexual dynamics. One of the interesting quotes comes from Donovan Sharp. Donovan Sharp made a statement on Twitter that single mothers create the men that they complain about. This is a slam dunk. Absolutely correct. This is a slam dunk. And especially coming from a man who comes from a single mother, he knows his weaknesses. And it is very difficult, especially for a man who lives with a, who was a victim of single motherhood to get through all this. 
one of the things that has made me that let me just say that conservatism in this country is a non-starter now all conservatism is and Rollo Tomasi and Michael Tessarian and others have filed has figured this out years and years this Tessarian figured this out years before um Rollo got came into the game came into the game in this side of evil psychology and that's evolutionary psychology and evil psych and intersexual dynamics which he came up which came to the same conclusion about traditional conservatives it's not that i don't see myself as a conservative but i have realized especially with recent events that conservatism in this country is an absolute non-starter it is a non-starter especially in my generation unfortunately even with all the people trying to get back into god and all these other things which are all good things in the end of the analysis the fundamental problem is is that the disconnect the disconnect between our generation this is that it has been apparent since at least 1978 and anybody born from that particular time in this particular country however has had their minds screwed by the events from the 1980s to the 1990s and all the way up until the present day. The particular generation that has been born since 1978 has seen things in its 44-year history that it has not seen anywhere at any time in human history outside of the times when we had situations concerning with the Soviet Union when it was a little bit earlier. The situations that happened in World War II, but it's a little bit different than that. Um, you can say the plague situations back in the days of Justinian. You can say the Bronze Age catastrophe, as it were. Interestingly enough, a lot of people say that the Bible came out right after the Bronze Age collapsed. And the stories of the Bible came after the right of, of the rise of the of the Bronze Age collapse. Excuse me. You can say a whole lot of these things. The culture, when we talk about single mothers, is very difficult to ascertain. One of the reasons why. This bonus is extremely important to me is because one of the things that we men have to all start doing in a rail pill practice in this practice of the red pill in the orders of stop blaming women in this is that our generation worse than other generations at this time has been used as experiments when you figure this out cleanly and see the events that have taken place recently then you will understand that the majority of the decisions done by or influenced by our generation in 
the way we see life, the way we interact with our entertainment, the way we interact with each other, all came from the basis of either a drug, all came from the basis of the loss of our religion, the loss of the power of religion and religious practice and spiritual practice came through the fact that birth control was a thing, came through the fact that teenage pregnancy was a humongous and serious problem, came through the fact that we were the first generation that went through no-fault divorce, came through the fact that there was a considerable attempt, especially by the Democratic Party in the United States since the 1970s to break up the African-American family and his father from his children, to prevent the African-American male from 1978 onward to becoming successful in in the society that he has lived, that they have used the morality of Catholics and Catholic teachings and all of it from both leftist Catholics and others in order to use tolerance as a way to accept the fact that the church has failed in their mission, especially in the United States, that some of it, the Republicans are at fault with the overcorporization of our society, that the left wing in particular, when it came to children, had the wrong idea about education and television, which has been absolutely devastating towards the future of art and artistry and speaking to each other, communication between peers in both millennial and Gen X culture and at the drugs being used in order to calm boys down were the impetus and the reasons why we have an opioid epidemic that has been beyond devastating and near genocidal in many ways, and it will continue even through this new particular administration. All of this is not the fault of just one woman. It's not the fault of just a single mother. But all of this could have been mitigated by a humongous amount, as new studies have recently come out. If these women and if the church made a full court press in trying to get these fathers to stay with these women and trying to get these women in order to be 
better mothers for this. I do not believe that our generation, especially its women, were ever ready to become mothers. We've seen it everywhere. I do not believe they had the capability, nor the wherefore, nor the constitution to do so. It's just not there. It is devastating to the future of our society. But one of the reasons why we have to tell the truth is that they got a playbook. And the playbook was your religions are killing your friends. Bullying is destroying your chances. You want the strong man, but he's playing around. You like this dude because you feel some sort of way. They have made teenagehood into the only thing that matters. And then when teen pregnancy became a thing to promote on MTV in order some ways to stop teen pregnancy and single motherhood where it starts there, they ultimately brought about other forms of darkness and profiety that is also unconscionable to all of us. These are older men who are preying on younger. Those that have not left high school. So most single mothers in our generation should not be fully blamed, but they shouldn't be fully trusted because if you were in the same age as them during that time that this whole teen pregnancy was doing around, you will notice patterns. And one of the things that the church kind of hypocrites itself is that they blame the young man for doing the actions, but they never blame the female for going forward with the actions. It was Eve who ate the apple. It was Adam that agreed. So who's the blame to go for in bringing humanity down? That does not mean hurt the woman. That means explain that this is wrong. Boundaries need to be taken. And if they refuse to accept those boundaries, you must walk away. The church refused to walk away. Whether it was about a woman's feelings or not, that's not, that's immaterial. There's a whole world and a whole society that can placate every single woman's desire right now. A man does not need that. A man should not even consider that in his options. But that's just the overall thing about single mothers 
you see, that people have to understand. The main key that Donovan Sharp was talking about is basically they put themselves in a situation where they keep going out with guys thinking that they can keep them and to raise this particular kid. But as the kid grows up, he starts looking for male leadership. And if the male leadership is mostly his peers, his peers will do the same thing. He follows what his peers do. If the peers are all raised by single mothers, this is his only group that understands how the world is. And so, as you have seen from the studies, they don't tend to do too well. One of the reasons why men have to, why men were fathers and why men were convinced, even if they were alpha males, to stay with the woman with the children was for the children to see how men handled women in that particular environment. How men saw other men with, with work together and all the rest of these things. Without that influence, the child, the young male child sees everything through a female's eyes. Rolo Tomasi made this clear that if you're not fucking her, you're one of her girlfriends. That's a deep statement. But what that also means saying that if you are not the one that she desires and you're still her friend in that particular sense, she sees you as one of the girls. Whether you like it or you don't. Can there be a plutonic relationship between men and women? Yes, there can be. That doesn't always last long, unless it's within certain contacts in certain places. One of the reasons why this is such a huge mongoose issue, even with certain transgender women, in the, Afri in the gay community is that they complain that the men ain't shit and all these other things. That they're fuckboys and they do all the rest of it. Here's your problem with this. Here's the problem. There's not enough men in the household. There's not enough men taking care of their children. That's their biological fathers, not just a single man who becomes the stepfather of another man's kid. Even if the biological father is a beta male, a child who has at least two parents in the home, male and female, would not be going doing prostitution. 
What's happening strangely is, is that especially in this culture and all the rest of these things, and this is the scary shit that you need to understand is that for us, all the things the liberals do and talk about relationships and way men and when men and women react to each other. When Rich Cooper interviewed a single mother who has a son and said, would you allow a woman to do the same thing that you did for your son? And she said, no. Liberals do the exact opposite in private that they promote in public. This is why everything concerning their, how they view religion is horrendous. Everything they do for society as social work and all the rest of these things is to hurt us, those that don't have power. They speak about liberalism, but they want their children and the way their children to be raised to be conservative. Do you see the mental disconnect? You can call every transgender as crazed out as you want. Fine. But when your leaders don't do, tell you to do this in order to better yourself, which you know it's wrong, but then tell their children you're not going to take this shot and, and abort this kid. Then what does that say about you that elect them? They tell you one thing, but do the other. They say they are conservative, but do the other. They say they don't like Trump, but they're out there hurting little kids. Men, young boys, Lincoln Project. What does that say? A single mother cannot be Mr. Dad. Mrs. Dad. Can't do it. An alpha male is an alpha male regardless. But if he knows that he has a child, even if he is still doing bullshit, a man will go to his child and said, you are my blessed child. I love you. Stay strong. That's all it's needed. No single mother can do that. They can promote all the behaviors they want in order to keep their goodies in check. But in the end of the analysis, even a single father is better than a single mother. The sad reality is, is that the single motherhood that we see in our society 
is because mostly black women as well. It's a form of them not accepting the reality of the situation that they're not pretty anymore. That they have, that they won't be pretty forever. That they cannot have the same body structure forever. That they cannot, no matter how much they try, be narcissistic forever. That all their little games and all their little things, especially in our generation and the generation to come after us and the generations that will come after them, do not have the same ideas for life as us. They see this world in a way that men don't see this world. Men see this world even in a feminized order and a feminized worldview. They see this world as a problem to solve. And if they can solve the problem, they can rest a little bit and they can, all they got to do is the same things over and over and over. But remember, boredom is close to death. You understand what I'm trying to sell you? I'm going to connect three different thought points to showcase the issues today and why men need to not necessarily need to go their own way and not necessarily need to blame women for every single issue, but to showcase why this society failed them. There's a man named Jason Jordan Gianni. And in his books, Prometheus and others, they said that the elites of this world have broken up with their populace and broken up basically with humanity. That's an interesting statement to make, but Tablet Magazine had made the exact same statement that the American populace and the elites that run the American populace basically left America and have joined a globalized elite. Roald Tomasi in this statement has said that we now live in a globalized sexual marketplace and not a localized one with the rise of Instagram, which I have stated and will continue to state is the largest entity in the history of the world for prostitution in the history of the planet. Facebook wasn't even like this. I said it's Instagram. So, if you take all this together, and put it in really, really sad and simple terms, the reality of the situation is this. 
women are following the elites. Women are taking, especially millennial and Gen Z women, are taking all of their marching orders from the elites of the planet, whether you like it or you don't. You understand? The elites of the planet know this. This is what we mean by the gynocentric order. Is also connected to what Michael Desarian is saying that this is an old world disorder because they're trying to bring back the goddess, the divine female, which there are no such thing as a divine female entity because all divine female entities that are considered to be creator goddesses are basically the devil themselves in Abrahamic tradition. That we be, if they're trying to bring back the goddess, quote unquote, we live in hell. The world is hell. Point blank. So they are following the elites of the world. And it's going to get even worse as the elites of the world continue to separate. As they continue to separate from the rest of the world, even despite the fact that there may be some women who disagree with the whole gambit of this, they will continue to follow the elites. Because there, the elites are where the security is. Think about it. And hypergamy never goes for what is below itself when it comes to the issue of security and safety, mind you. It never seeks anything below its value. Even if the man is poor, if she thinks that he is attractive, the sexual activation goes up but they will continue to follow the elites of the world and the elite pressures of the world and the peer pressure that comes from it. This is why another reason why Mr. Greer is correct about the myth of progress because all these women who make 18, who make 18 billion a year, but spend $28 billion a year, a majority of them will be single, 55%, and they will be tapping into the largest of the state. Who will be the people that will be a part of the largest of the state and the majority of where the tax base is gonna come from? It's not gonna come from them. It's gonna come from single men with the cash. You're going to be paying COVID taxes. You're going to be paying all these sorts of taxes. We'll explain this in part four. It's going to get real bad for y'all. Think you can go your own way. Not in this society. Not in any society that you're going to let you do it, this. We're going to do Roman Boogaloo 22 Death Boogaloo 2.
We're gonna do what they uh, talk about in certain anime about hitching you with another girl. They're gonna start doing that. They warned you and you didn't listen. But back to what Dick and Sharp is saying and what it means to me. To end it on this particular note. A woman is disgusted with a guy that always tries to pedestalize her. They don't even want to be pedestalized unless the elite are telling them to pedestalize themselves in order to defeat their enemy so they can find the ultra male they can usually do anything with on the weekends. That's the only way they do it, but they don't like to be pedestalized. You understand what I'm trying to say? But it is ultimately the society's fault in trying to placate the emotions of five to 16 year old females back in the school days. That everything that a female does is correct and right. Usually don't get even punished, but everything that a male does, especially the way he handles his business is absolutely wrong, even though the brains are different and they have never reconciled this fact. The reason why there are no men today because your society doesn't allow them for it. And when it does, it comes through the agency of criminality. This was always the case. A criminal, go watch um, Sammy the Bull's um, videos on YouTube. He could always get the women. Even though they have issues with LGBT, fine, but they could always get the women all time, every day. The reason why it is because you never allow men to speak the way that men do. But your society did this to them, themselves, so don't go blame men for what your society put on them since they were five years old. They wanted to emote like you, talk like you, this, this, and that, like you. Then when you, sh then when they, when some of them decide, to, uh, not necessarily decide, but are gay, then you going to, then you become friends with them, and you trying to work it out. Put in one sense, in order for them to survive in this society. And this is the scary shit about this because you, a lot of you women started failing out at 16, failing as human beings, failing to reach your potential from 16 onward when the time came. At the time you turned 2022, 20, when the time arrived, for an actual settling down at the perfect moment, 
you just couldn't pull it off. You got too fat. Some women got too fat. Others got too ugly. Others went into feminism. Others went into this, this, that, and the other, and you blame men for your problems. But the gay dude didn't blame men for shit. Some of them do, but a lot of them didn't. That person learned how to cook. That person learned how to be nice. That person learned how to be feminized enough that with the enough hubris bullshit in there coming from these young women who have failed to launch and will continue to fail to launch until the society picks them up at 30 years old and says, you are still beautiful like you were at 23 years old, which is not the truth. But they do it anyway because they just hit the wall. When enough hubris gets into the minds of some of these men, they realize that taking the step outside of heterosexuality and away from reproducing, because even that's become a problem with the way court is being handled in divorce court and all the rest of these things, they're taking themselves out of it and into that that does not solve the rep re does not solve the reproductive problem as of, but solves other particular problems of spiritual lack. Women just are. Men have to do. Traditional conservatives continue to blame the LGBT for all these other things, but they refuse to go after their women, especially Lauren and Owens, for not being able to accept who they are as women. and learn humility, ultimately, that they're not the same as they were when they were 21. Because of that refusal, we're in the mess that we're in today. And what it means to me, ultimately, is that there were women, single women, mind you, who were raised by single mothers. You know who I speak of. They only needed their fathers. Despite everything that has gone through their own country's problems and his own issues, to come and say to his daughter, someone that was ready to become the star of the world, that he loved her no matter what 
no matter how and no matter where. And that she was always precious to him. That was all that was needed. The sad thing is, is that the Western world destroys itself every day. When men like Hannah Kimura's father are not allowed and are distant and are made into the plow horses of the global elite and not the men needed in order to protect the innocent from the machinations of the same elite that lies to both its own people and others around the world. That is what that statement means to me. Thank you for listening to this bonus. Sorry that I went in a little bit of a tangent there, but we had to explain it to get back into this particular point. I'm glad that you're listening to these specials as we continue throughout the next couple of weeks. I know that next week is going to be very difficult for a lot of traditional conservatives, but you need that come to Jesus moment today that on that weekend, especially that is Valentine's Day weekend, especially that the Daytona 500 is also coming on this day. And it's important to note on why that we have reached this particular point. So we are going to talk about that issue on that day. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcast Added, and wherever you get your radio shows. This is Novid Hollerbeck. Thank you for listening, and we will see you again next week.